Welcome to Five Star Company Culture with your host, Josh Cunningham. In this podcast, we explore how culture is the key to unlocking massive profits and unprecedented freedom. Discover insights, strategies, and inspiring stories to transform your life and business. Here's your host, Josh Cunningham. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Five Star Company Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Cunningham, the founder and CEO here at Five Star Company Culture, also the founder and CEO of Rockerbox, an inside sales assistant solution for real estate agents all across the country. We've been doing this for 10 years. We've handled over 3 million internet leads. We've hired and trained over 400 inside sales assistants. And I got to tell you, our secret sauce, the key to success here, has been having a five-star company culture, giving people the empowerment to uh, grow themselves professionally, to attract and retain top quality talent, to create wonderful, amazing customer experiences. And that is exactly what this podcast is all about. And, and most importantly, as an entrepreneur, all of those awesome things have created freedom and profits in my life as a business owner as well to live the dream life that I want to. So here we are today to share with you some more insights, some more stories, some more perspectives about how um, creating an environment, creating a foundation for people to thrive in, in a work environment is going to unlock some freedom in your life as a business owner. And today we've got a very special guest, Patrick Williams, award-winning artist joining us from Omaha, Nebraska. How's it going, Patrick? Going well, Josh. Thanks so much for being here today. And Patrick's had a really incredible story. Like I said, he is an award-winning artist and uh, he really focuses on experiments with creativity and innovation uh, and really assisting people in understanding creativity, not only in their personal lives, but in their business lives as well. So we thought he'd be a great guest to have here on the podcast today to uh, shed some light on how you can tap into that. Because again, you know, you don't want to live to work, but you, or I'm sorry, you don't want to live to work, but you want to work to live, right? You want to be able to find some fulfillment, some satisfaction in the things that we do in life. And uh, being able to tap into that creative element really creates a lot of fulfillment in your work. So Patrick, I'll let you take it away. Why don't you kind of give our audience here a little bit of backstory into uh, your professional career and how you're helping people in the professional world uh, unlock and, and uh, understand that creativity in their life. You bet. Uh, I've been an artist since age of 10. I have a TEDx talk called Creativity Lost and Found, which sort of explains my arc of becoming an artist and, and then a little bit of uh, my philosophy of creativity. And that's what I implement when I'm working with uh, businesses and entrepreneurs, and, and especially entrepreneurs, because entrepreneurs are, I found out quickly as I was uh, getting into this work, entrepreneurs are very much like artists. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they are uh, optimally obsessed with their work. Mm -hmm. uh, to to push, to strive, to uh, come up with as many uh, new approaches and ideas as possible, and that's you know pretty much a definition of an artist, also. Right. So so I found that there's a real uh, remarkable uh, rapport with entrepreneurs because they have that really deep drive as as artists also do. And so when I, when I found out about your podcast and I, and I did a little research and then a little bit more thinking, uh, one of my exercises that I do with uh, groups or teams is to invite them to explore culture mm -hmm. with a capital C. 
So there's what you're talking about is, is I love it. It's super important. But then I was thinking about, well, how do you, what is another part of, of culture? And we have culture in our societies as the arts. So one of the, one of the projects or programs or exercises I have teams do is as a group or as uh, if, if there's like a group of 10 in your team, to go to a dance performance mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. as as a group and then talk about it and see how it it influences your your work life your home life your just the way you're thinking go to a museum together or a number of art galleries together go to see uh, a symphony you know or a hip hop performance mm-hmm. things that will take you into the capital C culture correct mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like you know these these big aspects of our our uh, civilization, so to speak. Right. So that culture is often, I find, n- somewhat non-existent inside mm-hmm. of a workplace. Partly right. because there's there's not much time, and you know you can't just take off work in the middle of the day and and go to the museum. You might be able to, depending on what your culture in your workspace is like. Right. So so that exercise. Uh, allows people to to be in a completely different environment and that always is adding to how you relate to the rest of your world how you relate to your job uh your the time spent in work uh your focus your your dedication uh and and part of of my work is with intangibles. Creativity is intangible. Mm-hmm. And that, that really gets uh, uh, people in the business world and entrepreneurs a little bit nervous because they want, they want things, they want to see it in, in you know, all the steps, all the T's and, and I's dotted and crossed and, and, and have an, an assurance that this is going to work. Mm-hmm. So I invite people to be a little bit more flexible in not knowing exactly how going to a hip hop performance is going to help in the office space when you're making phone calls. Right. Yep, yep. So, so, and that's part of the magic in a way of the intangible is that you can't, I don't know as an artist why I have some of the things specifically I have in my studio, but I know they're interesting and I, mm-hmm. and I want to have them there. I want, I want to go to a dance. I want to go to, we're going tonight, my wife and I are going to a, a trumpet player, a guitar player, and a dancer, and it's all improv. Mm-hmm. So they don't know what they're going to do. Mm. But because of who they are, they know something interesting is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so when, you're, when a person, say your team goes and goes to this performance that we're going to tonight, you have no idea how this is going to affect your your life, your workspace, anything, your mm-hmm. relationships. But I guarantee that it does. Yep. Because as an artist and other artists, my wife's an artist, we this is what we, we communicate about. This is what we talk about, how uh, we saw a, a film by chance. She rented it and called Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Super intense film about a drummer and his teacher, basically. Mm-hmm. It was really powerful and emotionally intense. And that has had ripple effects about how 
I had reflected about my teachers, how I reflect about my teaching. So all of these moments in, in our, uh, let's say, extracurricular activities mm-hmm. or just, or just uh, activities that you as, you know, you as the boss say, hey, everybody, we're going to go to the, the museum at the university. Mm-hmm. You know, let's meet Saturday. It'll be, you know, like a couple hours. You know, we can hang out, have some beers or whatever afterwards and, and chat about yeah. what, what you liked, what you didn't like, or, or, or how, and even ask questions about how it's related to work. Mm-hmm. And that just pushes people. So, so in, in, in the assignments that I give for, let's say, a team, and they're working on the design of this widget, whatever they're working on. I invite them when they're in, let's say they're going to see a, a jazz saxophonist mm-hmm. play. I invite them to keep that widget problem mm-hmm. in their consciousness as they're there. So it will, it, it's like a net, right? It's like right. a spider's web that gathers any little bits of information that could add to, oh my gosh, this is, that totally helped me with this part of the, the problem. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't know what, I can't say what that might be, but yeah. I can help them in the, in, in the methodology to, to construct their web. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. most people, one, mo- a lot of people don't even have a web. And then maybe somebody has a web, but it has only one string. And, you know, the spider knows that, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to catch anything with just one strand across the, the, the window. So, yeah. you know, it, each of these uh, exercises puts another strand on the string of the web so they can capture, they can gather in more tidbits, so to speak. That's a really great analogy, and uh, it's a, that's a really incredible perspective as well. Um, I, you know, I've always said that business is very much an art and a science, and um, you know, even even the arts themselves, you know, they have there are certain things that are known, right? Like different different notes and different scales and different you know styles of dance or whatever that might be. But then, like you said, the the really creative element in there, you know, is that artist coming out. And and you know, I see that with many of the different entrepreneurial groups that I'm a part of. You know, there are certain certain facts and figures that need to be followed sometimes when it comes to Absolutely. business. But but the really fun, you know, emotional side of it is getting to be creative, getting to explore and and um, you know. Uh, represent yourself in a different way uh, than than you never thought was possible. And, right. and I also love what you say about how emotions create those ripple effects. You know, as business owners, you're right. We're always so results driven, results driven, results driven. We've got to get the results. Well, where do the results come from? Those come from the actions that we take. Well, where do the actions that we take come from? That comes from the emotional state that we're in, right? The thoughts and the feelings, the internal dialogue, the stories that we're telling ourselves. And that's what, where I, I believe that, you know, a company's core values, a company's beliefs, a company's, you know, mission and purpose is derived from is when you can align a group of people and create those connections, um, you can empower them to, you know, do the right thing and to move the group to new heights because there's a foundational belief. There's, there's some values and there's some, some things internally that cause people to feel a certain way 
And when they feel a certain way, they're going to act and behave and create those positive results. So um, also a really great idea if, if you guys haven't ever tried it. I mean, we're always sharing ideas here on the podcast about things that you can do with your team, you know, totally. outside the box strategies of what you can do with your team. Um, we do tons of stuff here at Rockerbox. You know, we do, uh, we're in a college town. So every year we do like a big pool party and we do a big tailgate party and we do a big Christmas party and we do all these celebrations of success. But I really love that idea of just picking something you know, f from the cultural element and, um, and saying, Hey, let's go watch this, this, this performing arts together. Or let's go, you know, at one point there was a handful of employees that all went to a music festival together. And like Perfect, you said, yeah. it creates a unique experience, um, that'll, that, that they'll remember. And, and when you can create those bonds outside of the office, when someone's not just clocking in and clocking out, but they're actually building relationships and, and building you know, memories together. Yeah. It, it makes it a place where, you know, people, they don't feel like they're showing up to work, but they feel like they're showing up and, and hanging out with their friends and accomplishing goals together. So uh, I love that idea there. If there's some performing arts in your area, if there's a museum, if there's a you know music festival, there's something going on, you know, figure out a way to get your, your team to, um, you know, bond together and, and uh, um, share those connections outside the office. That's a really great insight, really great idea there. Uh, any other uh, tips for success or exercises that you have whenever you work with you know, entrepreneurs or business owners on ways that they can tap into and um, learn a little bit more about being creative and innovative? For sure. I, the, the biggest one that I believe is, is important, and, and this could be, this could be it, it can be used in a, in a few different ways. So uh, first and foremost, I, I highly encourage people to have a journal mm -hmm. and that you write in mm -hmm. with, with a pen and ink, right? Rather than so much of our life is on and with the screen. And there, I'm sure there are great apps out there that are journal apps, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a somewhat, uh, and uh, old-fashioned, I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, <laughs> old-school, that's yeah. a, better, a better term. So old-school is writing in a journal. So I highly encourage people personally to mm -hmm. have a journal. Mm -hmm. but then you can have a, a work journal. And especially mm -hmm. for some, yeah, I love speaking with you know, CEOs and, and founders and, and, uh, and assisting them in, in it digs you into your your center mm -hmm. more more profoundly and and you are totally an ideal if you don't journal any yet i highly encourage it because you've said things about uh how important it is to to have an, a, an awareness of the emotions in in the culture of your your workspace and that's mm -hmm. super and in a journal you personally can get to some of those uh somewhat uh fuzzy or or gray areas in in the emotional sphere of mm -hmm. yourself or you know you're holding that whole sphere in some ways an emotional psychology psychological sphere for the whole for your whole company right so, so that's that's intense that's yeah. big there's a lot of pressure a, yeah totally having a space just that you have for yourself to journal about that would be awesome mm -hmm. but also to have if people are keeping a journal for their workspace, uh, to have, to have a, every once in a while, ask the question to yourself, write down mm -hmm. what, 
what am I feeling about the culture of our space? Mm -hmm. so, so journaling to me is often is all about questions. What, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? What am I wanting to do? Where, where do I want to go with this project or that project or that seems to be tanking and I, I don't know, I should put that on hold or whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, you know, and then there's everyday things, you know, mm -hmm. in my journal, I write down, you know, I'll write down talking to you tomorrow morning. I'll mm -hmm. write down going to the event and what the event uh, did. Uh, my wife and I keep a, uh, a journal for our, our shared nonprofit that's, uh, it's called D&D, &D, Drinks and Dialogue. Mm -hmm. Every night we add to the journal about what we're talking about at the end of the day. So, mm -hmm. so these are super, I believe that journaling is a super, it's a superpower, yep. basically. Yep. So, so keeping that and then once you're, and I, I journal every day and I've been doing it for 20, almost 25 years. Mm -hmm. And then I keep a, a reference journal. Mm -hmm. So after I've, after like, five or six or eight journals, then I'll go back through them and write down in my reference journal, oh, this was a big, that was a big idea. That was yeah. a big day. That was a, this happened this day and that was important. So then when I'm, when my wife and I are thinking, you know, there, what was, remember that back in July of 2023, I talked to that guy, what was his name and what did we talk about? I can go back and say, oh yeah, it was Josh Cunningham. Mm -hmm. And we talked mm -hmm. about this. We had a great connection or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So I, I can, it's not foolproof, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is, it is so rewarding to, to have a reference like for you as, you know, as a founder reference journal book, yeah. you can, you can look back and say, okay, yeah, we were working on this part of culture in our, in our company. And that was really working. I remember yeah. when we did that two years ago. Yeah, we should try something kind of like that again, or try the same thing. Yeah. It's just really, really useful. I'm, as you can tell, I'm super enthusiastic yeah. about about journaling. It's it's just it it uh, it adds so much to work, to my art, to my life, and et cetera. Yeah. Well, as you said, you know, it's a, it's a bit old school if you want to use that phrase, but yeah. it's a lot of the things, a lot of the keys to success in life are not some super complicated piece mm -hmm. of technology or advancing, you know, app or uh, something digital, but it's really just those, those foundational skills, those, uh, the mastery of the fundamentals and, you know, taking the time to create that space, to create think time, and then the process of actually writing it out. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge uh, fan of that as well. I've seen it uh, over the last 10 years, you know, we've hired and trained over 400 um, inside sales assistants, which are callers. And the first step of their training is to write out the script because there's a, a learning and a teaching and a retention process that helps you internalize and memorize, nice. you know, the, the, the words that you're going to say before they even say them, they're writing them. Right. And, and that creates that internalization. Same thing when I, I'm a, a, an addict for continued education. So I'm always going to a conference. It seems like every single month I'm hopping on a plane going to some conference to invest in my continued education. And what I like to do, what's worked for me is a lot of times you'll see people, they got their technology out and they're, they've got their, all their distractions and their bells and their whistles. I just simply take a pen and paper with me to the event and I write out all of my notes handwritten because again, there's a, there's a process when you're actually Absolutely. writing something out onto the page. And then what I will do is when I come home from the event, what a lot of people do is they, you know, just get, 
buried in the daily grind and they don't implement any ideas and they don't take any action on all right. these wonderful things that they've just learned. But what I will do is I'll have a time block in my calendar to go back through my notes and then I will type them up. So now I have a digital version of them because I am a little bit old school and I'm a little bit new school as well. Perfect. And uh, so I'll take my handwritten notes and I'll type them up. And so now I'm going back through that process again. So it might be a two, three day long event. And now I have a couple hours set aside and I'm going back through and I'm, I'm taking myself mentally back to that place where I was at, the, the things that I was learning. And I'm learning them again and reteaching them to myself by now typing them up. And then at that point, I've got now a digital copy. So if I do two, three, four years from now, I think, oh, hey, what was the thing I learned? Yeah. I can go keyword phrase and search for it and go find Perfect. it in all my digital notes. So that's that's always uh, worked out really well for me. So I'm a huge fan of the journaling, huge fan of taking that that time and that personal space to uh, collect your thoughts and your ideas and your emotions, because you know that is what makes us different than computers is we have these things called emotions and absolutely. Uh, and those, those lead to some, some creativity and some innovation. So, um, Hey, Patrick, it's been a pleasure uh, getting to chat with you today and, and get some insights and some tips on, uh, how to, again, um, assist people in understanding, you know, the foundation of creativity. Um, if people want to know a little bit more about you or some of the ways that you can help them in their personal lives or in their business, I know your main website is patrickwilliams.com. What are some other ways they can get in touch with you um, if they're looking to explore more and learn more from you? Sure. Uh, I have two other sites. Uh, Patrick Williams Stay Creative is my, basically my Innovate business innovation site. Okay. And uh, Celebration Flower Paintings is uh, not only uh, flowers, but also I'm, I'm exploring some other nature work on there. Uh, and I have two Instagram sites. Nice. One is uh, PMW Creativity, and one is PMW under slash camera. Gotcha. So either of those, one, uh, the first one is I make a, a morning meditation drawing, which oh, is nice. also an exercise that I do with folks. But I draw, this year I'm drawing three circles and making marks. Mm -hmm. that, that's basically the, usually the exercise is draw two circles and make marks mm -hmm. and then do it again and then mm -hmm. do it again and then do it again. So I have, I've been doing, I have, I don't know, 20, 500 circles on wow. my Instagram site. So, oh, that's phenomenal. And it, it is, it's the concept of how do, how do we surprise ourselves mm -hmm. over and over and over again? And in a way, that's what business is about. You know, yeah. you, you got to keep it, got to keep it alive. Otherwise yep. the customer is going to be like, oh, whatever. Yep. You got to keep creating and innovating. So yeah. couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. But thanks again for your time, Patrick. It's been a pleasure uh, getting to know you. And uh, be sure to follow him on his Instagram handles and check out his website as well for more details. But uh, thanks as always for our uh, listeners. Don't worry, we'll have more guests and more insights for you in future episodes. So be sure to uh, subscribe and share uh, as you would like to. And be sure to follow us on our social handles as well. Instagram, Twitter, well, you name it, it's culture is the key because that is true. Culture is the key to unlocking massive profits and freedom in your life as a business owner and entrepreneur. So thanks again, Patrick. Thank you, Th Josh. And we'll uh, see you next time. Take care. You bet. Take care.
thank you for tuning in to Five Star Company Culture with Josh Cunningham. Embrace these lessons to elevate your business and join the ranks of thriving organizations. Stay tuned for more episodes. And until next time, remember, culture is the key to your success.